Yo. Yo. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's going on over there? Quarantined up, bro. I don't know. <laughs> is the whole is the whole state? Uh, I don't know about the whole state, but all right. So, a couple weeks ago, New Mexico was like, all right. So we got to be cautious of this shit that's going around. You know, everyone everyone's being cautious about it. And then they started like making like. I mean, like, there's no martial law, nothing like that. And there's no real curfew, but I feel like that's kind of where we're headed a little bit, at least. Like, uh, Roche was telling me that there was some article going on in town that the Walmart's going to limit to, like, only have, like, 60 people in the store at one time. Oh, no. That, you're heading for that because that's how it is over here. Yeah. So. Well, actually, I, um, let me let me stop you right there. I went to the bank on Saturday because I had to pay Cedro for uh, you know the couple of days that he's been lasting. Yeah. And they only let one person in the bank at a time. Yeah. And you know, not that not, not that I went when it was busy, but if you have to go into the bank for whatever reason, like. And you have to wait one person at a time. I mean, that's some bullshit. Yeah. And what the WalMarts and the Home Depot and everything is the same over here. Uh, Home Depot only allows into the store like thirty or forty people. Yeah. So I think they put a law. It's like for every thousand square feet, you can have like ten people or something. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it was. That's what Rache was saying. And the thing is, like, so the the banks and shit because we got. We have our bank over here. They're already. It was already like that. Like they stopped letting people in. They have to. You have to go through the drive-through, and you have to. You have to use the little like Ghostbuster tubes, you know, to put your deposits in and all that stuff. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, I was at the bank for like, <sighs> like a half an hour, and I was only making a deposit. That was it. Like, <laughs> so. You don't do mobile depositing? I haven't. I don't really go to the bank aside from just getting cash or making. Uh, have to send my wire transfers to the truck I bought. Yeah. You know, well, we we do. We have direct deposit on everything. Just uh, like I said, I got I got laid off, and my stupid ass ex work gave me some ice chest that I didn't even need for being the the number one salesman, four point two million dollars in three months, and. Uh, so they gave me some fifty core Pelican ice chest that we I didn't need. So they like I said they laid me off and we sold that hole on Facebook. <laughs> you use the Facebook market or whatever it's called? Yeah. Actually I think uh I think Roche added it to that and then one of the because there's a bunch of like uh trade groups here in town. So uh, I do I do offer up, but I just but OfferUp's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. So those things—they're like three hundred bucks standard price, but we sold it for like one fifty because I mean I wasn't—we were never going to use it. It was just sitting here, and right, right. so I was like, "Nah, fuck this. I don't need it." So, Rache was like, "All right, well, I put it on Facebook and it sold a couple of days later." So, we went and deposited that money, and uh, yeah, I was there forever. It was 
I mean, it was all right. I mean, I understand, like I said, because the cases are starting to pop up all over New Mexico. I mean, every, literally everywhere. So, I mean, I well, understand, but, yeah. Like, I've been telling everybody, and, you know, I, I was in New York, like, February, like, the end of February and the first week of March. I didn't get back to, like, the six or seven. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, 100% sure I, I had that shit. Like, not even a doubt in my mind. Yeah. New York is, like, New York is, like, you know, I hate to be, but it's ground zero, you know? Yeah. It's, like, the zombie apocalypse started there, and, well, I mean, it didn't technically start there, but it landed there, and it just fucking went everywhere. Yeah. And in New York, it's, like, I know you probably haven't seen no pictures or videos of New York. You really have to dig to find it because our government right now is like completely like they're not letting what's happening in New York get out to like the rest of the country. Well, I've seen a, New York is a, uh, a fucking ghost town. Yeah, I've seen a video of some guys are playing hide and seek, like a group of like 40 guys are playing hide and seek in Times Square and there's literally like one guy on a bike that's like not a part of the game who's just like passing through the city and I was like, well shit. Yeah, I mean it it New York is a complete ghost town and everybody has that shit. Like they're they're already at like the max capacity that they could have been. Yeah. And they're like every day they're still getting people who are like eating the whole thing is there's not, you know, there's the virus isn't, it's not a killer. It's not like fucking, um, I can't, you know that movie with uh, Nicolas Cage and fucking, uh, I want to see Sean, uh, Sean Connery and like, the, they have these little green. The orange. Rock. Is it yeah. The Rock? I couldn't think of the fucking movie. Where that thing like, it, it goes into the air and it fucking instantly yeah. melts your inside. The, the disease the disease isn't like that you know it's not it's not that's not the kind of thing yeah. it is it it to me because I've you know I'm like stayed on top of it but I work I work for this lady and she's actually in the medical field she does like the accounting and uh patient something to do with the patient's accounting and if you know their insurances and shit and she was like, oh, no, this thing's not a killer, but everybody's going to get it, and it's going to kill off. Like, that's what, you know, they're saying 100,000 or, like, 200,000. That's what the government's saying. And she's like, you just don't know how many people already had, like, heart problems, and then they die of heart problems, and this that was the thing that, like, tipped them off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you're never going to know that, but what you are going to know is that, you know, they're saying already 100,000 people are going to die. You got to figure that's that's like the lowest possible number that they could possibly say yeah. to people. Like it's probably much more than that. Like maybe half a million to a million people are gonna die from it. She's like that's not a lot of people, but it's a lot of elderly, and it's just enough to like cause the government to like say, "Hey." Yeah, I think that. Like people are freaking out because the the tests are coming back and 
more and more every day that there's more cases that are being like, all right, so now yesterday it was like 15,000 people that had it. Today it's like 16,000. And I'm like, honestly, I'm not that surprised by it because like when the when the shit first came out, no one knew how to test for it, like right right off the bat. Like like definitively they're like from from some of the articles I've seen, like they had to get tested for the flu because the flu tests were more readily available than the COVID nineteen test. And so it doesn't surprise me now that a lot more positive cases are coming back, probably because they had to wait such a long time to get tested and or there was no supplies at all to get tested to begin with so people were just sitting in their homes for like the last 10 days or something so well the conspiracy the conspiracy theory inside of me says there's a reason there's no they didn't have like a billion tests ready to go but I think you know it's easily detectable it's because everybody has it. So what are they going to say? Like, hey, everybody has this fucking yeah. thing already. It then to me back back to my point about I was in New York and I was like I'm 100 percent sure I had it. Uh, when we went there, you know, the coronavirus was still the meme. It was still a joke, even mm-hmm. though you kept hearing about it. You kept hearing about it. Even when I was over there, mom sent me a message, like, oh no, like, you know. Somebody posted a picture. They put the Corona beers in the uh-huh. refrigerator. And, like, the Modelo, the Miller Lite, the Budweiser all had little masks, right? <laughs> I think I've I think I seen it. And, you know, and she was like, stay safe over there. You know, like, if you see anybody coughing, you stay away. And I was like, you know what? Like, you know what? I wasn't going to ruin my vacation, so. I don't know. From what you were telling me last night, there was plenty of ruining vacation going on anyway. <laughs> yeah, but what, what like the, the whole thing is we came back. I was like I said it was March sixth or seventh. I came we came back and I immediately went to work the next like the next day. Like I had to get in fucking do shit because Isidro and and Siri didn't do anything. They I don't know what they did for like three days. They like had to pull Doug like three feet deep. And I was like, well, you've had like three days. They should have been like, they should have been done. Maybe some homework. Maybe I don't know something. But I had to go bust bust my chops like that Thursday or Friday when I got back. But like seemingly every day when I got back, right? Like every day it was like, okay, now things are happening. Like the government's a national emergency now. Fucking. There's like 20 cases in LA. Now that's like San Francisco quarantined itself all without like, then it was like LA's quarantining itself. Then it was like stay at home. And then it was like, you know, then it was an emergency. Then it was like, well, you know, social distance. Like every day when I, every day since I've been back, it's been like a new fucking, we've been creepingly heading down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Like every day since I got back. And the, and the whole thing, I was like, well, damn, New York is fucking, like, it's, you know, New York is dying. <laughs> and, I, and I just keep thinking to myself, like, I know I brought that shit back. I, I didn't, I never got, you know, I never had any symptoms or anything, but I'm pretty sure I, you know, we were exposed to it there, you know. And I came back, and believe me, there was a whole airport 
You know, I was at JFK yeah. Airport, and that motherfucker was pulled on the 67th and beginning of this beginning yeah. of last month. That motherfucker was packed to the gills, and I know, I know, there was flights going to Florida, Texas, LA, Washington. I mean, it's a massive. Yeah, it's airport. like uh, it's like the end of Planet of the Apes, the re- the reboot, the new one. Where like the dude catches, he gets air sold up, you know, and then he's he's like a pilot, and yeah, yeah, and then like he ends it. up at the airport and he's like dripping blood, and then it like gets on the wheel of a of a carry on bag or a roll on bag, and then it just like that's how it goes. Like you go one place, and then it just it spreads. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally believe that that's what happened. the The problem is like. It's not a killer like like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it's only gonna like they keep saying like well it's no more deadly than the flu, which is probably true. Like like only like one percent or two percent of the people are actually gonna yeah. die from it. But the bigger problem the bigger problem is nobody knows who has it because there's no test. On top of it, there's no way to really treat it. Um, and then mm-hmm. and then the third thing is. And I keep telling everybody this: you can get the flu multiple times yeah. a year. You have, you really have to stay the fuck away from everybody because you don't know who the fuck gave you the flu yeah. in the first place. This shit is worse than fucking like, you know, if if you see somebody throwing up, right? They get food poisoning. They fucking throw their guts up, and you're like, oh shit. But you don't know who the fuck really has the flu. They were had the flu one day and they look fine the next, and then you know they give you a hug, and the next thing you know you got it, or you know maybe you you have it on you, but you don't show any symptoms, and then you go and pass it to the next motherfucker. You don't know you really don't yeah. know you got it. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are not. And a lot of people are not going to show symptoms. So, but yeah, I think I think I think I was like in ground zero to that to that hoe, and I. Was, you know, just thinking about it, like, not a, nobody asks me personally, like, do I know anybody that has it? But I was like, sometimes I'm like, well, I was in New York, like, right around the, the time that the yeah. shit really kicked off. I don't think I have it anymore. Do you think know, travel but... restrictions are coming or what? If they're not already in, in place? Uh, they that should have already been in place. Like, stop the flights, stop the cars. But I don't know. They, like at the top, at the top, tippy top of the government. I don't think they. Donald doesn't really believe it. Is even a thing, or they got. I think he's so obsessed with. He wants to be the one. See, to me. Again, back to my conspiracy. I think he wants to be. Like the one to like save America. <laughs> what what better way to save America than let a fucking global pandemic plague fucking hit, and then somehow you solve the problem yeah. a year or two down the road, or by miracle it just disappears. So he it's like, be like the one like be for vendetta, oh, dude. <laughs> but then at the same time, he doesn't really like. Him, he himself personally has been dogging science forever, and I'm like, well, 
Yeah, he should. He really should know, go, man. but I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really have too much confidence in uh, Bernie or yeah. uh, Bernie Max, but you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but they put they put they haven't put no curfew. Nah, I mean, but there. the whole town is kind of self curfewing right now. I mean, yeah, like there's. Like I went to uh like I said I got laid off last I got laid off last week I, and I went to like I'm a spiteful motherfucker you know what I'm saying like I don't have I don't have nothing to hide I don't have not, you know I don't know that shit I don't got I don't got no reason to lie to nobody about about what happened I got fired straight up and the thing about me man is like I may not have been as necessarily clean as humanly possible but I know. I know enough about the business to make me a threat. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, generally around parts of New Mexico, energy is the big, the big thing. And there's, I mean, there's all kinds of supply houses and all this stuff. So like literally I got laid off Wednesday night, got told, you know, you're out. So company truck, turned that shit in, cleaned all my stuff out. And, uh, so like, <laughs> I call Roche like, Hey, I got to let go. I need you to come get me. And uh, first call was Roche. Second call was to a competitor that's been trying to vet me for a while. So I, I actually interviewed with them on Thursday. Everything went pretty smooth. And then the world fell apart like six hours later, pretty much. Like straight up. Like I wasn't, I was I hadn't even filed for unemployment at that time. Cause like, you know, I did. I like, I interviewed with them Thursday. They sent me for a drug test right then on the spot. So I was like, I got, you know, I got it. They, they made me a pretty substantial offer and, you know, we talked about it, what I was going to be doing and all this stuff. So, I mean, pretty much the same shit I have been doing and, uh, took the drug test. And I, I mean, I know I'm clean dog. Like I straight up, like I don't, I've, I've been clean for a long ass time. Right. So like he asked me straight up, do you need time or can I send you for a drug test now? And I was like, you send me for a drug test now. And, uh, so I went, got that, and I know that was clean. Background came up clean. I mean, I've literally gotten one one speeding ticket in the last, like, 10 years. That's it. And it was just a year ago, actually. And uh, so, yeah, everything went good. He was like, all right, you know, you'll, you'll hear from me early next week. That was, like, Thursday at, like, 11 in the afternoon. And then, sure enough, like, Thursday night, it got hit. There's in the county that we live in, the first the first positive case came back. And then like then the governor the governor of New Mexico was like put the essentiality clause out there, like it pretty much locked down anybody that's got more than like ten employees here in all almost all of New Mexico. And uh uh yeah, man, I mean that's that slowed up almost all of the entire oil field. I mean, yeah, there's still a bunch of guys working, but like I said, as far as uh, new production and all that shit, like everybody's so, especially because it's an election year, which I hate to, it's like the cliche, but like, because nobody knows really how things are supposed to go and all this kind of crap. Um, yeah. I mean, I went to Walmart on the way home after all, all this shit, like later on that night. And there was, I mean, there was a line to get in the door and it was because like it, that, that in itself, like unintentionally caused people to like 
come pick up everything that they could. Yeah, because right. like at that time it was, it was deemed essential it businesses only, and like because no one was clear on that, that like incited people to act, and people were acting fucking wild inside Walmart when I was in there. You know, like dude, there was there was a bunch of dudes getting ready to fight for like, I mean, there was two pallets of water, like two full pallets, and then a couple half pallets. So I mean. And they had started the signs right away, like one per customer. And so, like, you see all these dudes loading up, like, carts and carts of water and, like, not really giving a shit for, the, you know, the guy next to them, all this stuff. And then they get up to the register. or I finally got up to the register. I mean, it took me forever to wade through the whole store to get, like, like, Roche sent me with a list of, like, ten things. And I only got, like, five things on the list because they were, like, white rice was out, beans were out, pasta out. Toilet paper. I mean, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we, we had, you know, so like we didn't, I was just going to pick up some extra additional and all that, but like water, uh, pretty much anything that sits on the shelf less than a business week was almost entirely wiped out. Oh, no. It, bro, you guys, I mean, I don't know. That's what it's been like that yeah. since I got back here. And it's still, there is there's still no rice there's still no fucking pasta there's still no beans there's still no toilet paper and mask we can go and comfortably go and get yeah like, a couple of rolls uh water is i mean they they do have it like i'm not gonna say they in the beginning yeah. it was nowhere to be found like nobody had it like bleach and soaps and different things like that or were having wiped off the the slate of um you know, items for sale, like, and it's been like that for a while, but now that, you know, they do have water, they do have eggs, they do have, like, toilet paper, but it's still, it's a one-per-customer thing, and it's, like, the shelves are still really, like... Well, what it is, is there's no, you know, like, I've, maybe, maybe because I've learned a lot over the last, like, the three years in particular that I've been in supply business, so I, take this as you will, I'm not, I'm not preaching at all, but what I've learned is, like, when you have so many people asking for the same thing or you have a bunch of guys that want to go get rice guys or gals go get rice, but they just at, at essentially what happens is you go with rice in mind, you know, for us, we like, you know, white rice because it's, it just sits a long time, but because yeah. there's, you go there and there used to be, a million options for rice. You can get organic rice. You can get jasmine rice. You can get sushi rice. You can get short grain rice. You can do all kinds of shit. It got to the point where like you go with one item in mind and you go and it's not there. So you pick up the next item that's right there, like something very similar. And, you know, you have a thousand people doing that. And it's not that the, the stock isn't there. It's that. A, you know, you re, you rewind the clock back a month when nobody was buying it every time they went to the store, only like every other time they went to the store less or like one out of every 150 people were buying it. Now you have one out of every three people buying it. There's just no demand for the, the, sta- the standing like minimum maximum amount that they're supposed to have on the shelf. What would be called like a min-max. So like they say... Everything in grocery stores right now, they have stopped tracking all on like their high sellers. They're just constantly bringing them in. 
And that, that came from a pretty good source at Walmart here in town. What they said is like, they went from selling 10,000 bags of rice and beans in a month to now they're selling 10,000 bags in the week. And they're probably selling 5,000 a day. Cause like they, they already said like, we will stock all the shelves every night, but there's no more to put out once it's up and like shit like that, like water, right? Like, like I said, right. people are, people are buying the things that are going to last. So, um, I mean, it's fucking, it's fucking crazy, dude. Like just seeing, seeing that shit. Check, check. Yeah. Check this out. So I had already known that, you know, the food was a major. So we, we came, me and mom came to Winco and dog, it was like, you know, those videos where they, you've been seeing them on the internet where people are like yeah. fighting over the toilet paper and <laughs> well, there was people in line with like fucking like a hundred fucking <laughs> gallons of milk. And I was like, that, there was people completely wiped out like the frozen, like the peas and shit. No, I, I totally understand, but like you're right, they couldn't get their hands on fucking rice or pasta, so they're like, well, I'm gonna just take everything else of this. And like, me and mom walked around the whole store. We I spent like 120 bucks, and we got like this, that, and little things here and there, like a bag of cereal. Yeah. There was the cereal's completely wiped out too. Um, but it was like a fucking madhouse in here, bro. Like, like completely. And this shit was like that, like. I, I want to say about a month ago now. Like, this happened as soon as I got back. I was like, well, we need to go because the, the government issued an emergency, and but the state immediately was like, San Francisco had quarantined them, their whole site off. And I was like, damn, how is San Francisco? Like, it's a big yeah. fucking city to be doing that, you know? And then, like, a few days later, it was LA, and I was like, well, we got to get, you know, we got to get ahead of the curve here before. You know, you got to get some supplies. I was, you know, we were in Winco and that shit was crazy, right? Anyways, like, we were like, damn, we don't have no bleach, no, no fucking Lysol, no yeah. disinfectants, nothing at the house. Like, so I was like, all right, well, I was like, I'll, I'll go to Home Depot. And this is where I was, I'll go to Home Depot and I'll look for fucking, like, something, wipes or, because yeah. they have, they have stuff like that there. Tell me, okay. Winco, Walmart, you know, Target, all the food stores are like completely yeah. decimated. These, these these stores are decimated. Like here, they're I don't know how else to put it. They they have vegetables, but if you buy a fucking yeah. banana, that shit goes down in like three days. <laughs> or if you buy a fucking lettuce, that shit wilts yeah. like in, overnight almost practically. Like you have to eat that right then and there. It's not something you can put in your shelf to last you, you know, a week or two. So they have yeah. they have the vegetables. They don't got like nothing else. And they got like milk. They don't got nothing else. Anyways, I was like, well, I'll go to Home Depot because obviously they got like you know they got like heavy duty soaps. You know, yeah, like the construction guy, right? Gojo and all that. Tell me why Home Depot. 
feel prepared. Bro, there was like, and this was like three weeks ago, maybe two and a half weeks ago. I was like three weeks ago. Tell me why there was like 300 people all crammed up by the fucking soap aisle. Dude, everybody was looking at each other like, you know, what what do you get to buy? Like, what what can you buy? What can you use as like like laundry detergent? And then all the people at Home Depot, all they were doing was putting up these um, storage bins for the items that were sold out. Just putting up big storage bins in their place. Like, well, we don't have any more. Uh, and then everybody was like, well, when are you going to get some more? And the people were like, uh, you can order online. And then this guy was like, you can't order online because that shit's going to take like months to get to you. <laughs> like Home Depot... Now, because you know, I go to Home Depot to pick up materials. And they're they're like how you're saying. Yeah. They only allow like thirty people in the store at a time, and they they have a guy at the door. Like, yeah. Okay, two went out, two can come in, and then they still don't have they don't have like they have no gloves because you know Home Depot has gloves for all kinds of shit, work gloves, all of that, all of the kind of gloves. That you could imagine that's at Home Depot for framing, for mechanicing, you know, all those gloves. Complete, yeah. Completely gone. All of the masks that the painters use, any sort of like material, cloth material like that, gone. Soaps, gone. You literally, literally, Home Depot is just like lumber and hardware. And like. <laughs> tools. Yeah. See, that's all that's in there. Which, you know, it still functions as a store, but you can't go there and get fucking a pair of gloves. Yeah. Or, all right, so check this out. I was, I was telling Roche, like, I mean, I've been troubleshooting career-wise for the last, like, three years, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I did. I solved other people's fucking problems, dude, all the time. And and that's not to, like, beat my own chest, like, this this... I've got a niche. That was my niche. I was always problem solving. So, like, this shit happened, dude. Walmart cleared out. Albertsons cleared out of, like, the the shit that we would most normally get. You know, you know, your rice, your, your beans and all that shit. Um, your meats, for sure. Meats were gone, dude. Like, because you can buy a whole lot of it, pretty decent price, and then just freeze it all, you know? So, people were doing that shit. So, I was like... Like, yeah, we, we came here, like, we went to the store, and we got defeated, dude. Like, we, we were able to get, like, a case of water, a couple gallons of water, and then, like, uh, you know, random shit that was only going to last a couple days. You know, like the like you said, the, the fruits and vegetables just to get us through. So, like, Roche was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, I don't even really know what to do either, you know. Like, it's the first time i've really encountered anything really like this other other since y2k you know we were young kids when that went down but like i i vividly remember people flipping out around that time you know and uh you know that kind of panic and i was like let's just sit back at home and let me let me think give me like two hours to think and you know putting my brain to use being a normal human being again 
I was like, I think I may have an idea or two, but we have to wait till these stores open up tomorrow morning. I was like, you got to think people are going for, you know, your, your bags of rice, bags of beans, you know, they're going for the pasta. But the, the thing is like, and we didn't look originally, I was like, let's look at the canned stuff. Like we're talking soups, vegetables, you know, your, you know, tuna, chicken in a can, you know, you get beef in a can, like you get all this stuff like, let's, you know, obviously it's not the greatest shit for you, but it's, it's substance for the time being to get us through, you know, like just to see what there is. And almost every vegetable that we eat now, like, so I'd be like cauliflower, sweet potatoes, red potatoes, onions, you know, you got your garlics in there. You got all that, all that shit, chickpeas, garbanzo beans, like once you start getting all that stuff, all that shit's in cans, dog. And like, we went to Albertsons for one run and like, yeah, obviously like the stuff had started getting hit, but it was before people really thought about what comes next, you know, once the perishables are off the shelf. Because you go into these aisles, man, and you go to the, the canned foods, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot that's not there, but there's a lot that is, and you just have to kind of, not like sacrifice, but like, you have to, you have to be willing to barter, like, you have to be willing to kind of, uh, to compromise in, in, in a sense, like, I was telling Rache, like, you know, and you, you might remember this, and I think I even brought you up specifically as an example. Mom used to make us corned beef hash when we were kids. You remember that shit? She'd just throw potatoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah right. Matter of fact, I had. I went to, uh, we, we had gone to Albertsons and like there was canned foods, but like we had to like get like compromises and stuff like stuff that we wouldn't normally buy, but it was still like, you know, uh, chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Say it was food. It was food in case something happened. Something. You know? So I was like, I'm going to take you back home. We'll we'll get this stuff cleaned up. I, at that time, I had a follow-up interview somewhere else. So I went back into town. And on the way in, I was like, let me just go to Walmart. Let me see. Now, I will say the one thing that I have struck out everywhere is finding yeast. No one has it. It's, it's out. Yeast is out. Yeah. Yeast is out everywhere. And I, and I imagine that's because... Like, there was breads coming in and, like, loads of breads coming in. But, like, people were either not buying it in time or they were buying too much of it because, like, the the the, the shelves are stocked. But the stuff that was on the shelf was, like, set to expire in a day or two or three. And, you know, bread, you buy bread, it's supposed to last, like, a week. So that means that bread's been sitting there for a while, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I was like man, there's no fucking bread. Right. So like we we may do like tortillas and and all this other shit, but like there was no yeast, in, instant or otherwise, active yeast or instant yeast, none of it to make our own bread. But you know, I started looking up recipes like baking soda. We ended up landing some of that, but we we ended up having it. But uh, the main thing was the cans. At that time, and maybe still like they're starting to get hit now, but even then. Like, we've been able to get soups in a can, beans in a can, sweet potatoes, chickpeas, potatoes, onions. Like, you know, it's in a can, you know, it's not as good as the fresh shit, but, like, who knows how long this fucking nonsense is going to last. And, uh, yeah, oh, so not, I ended up talking to I was like, well, I got a couple of ideas where, 
we might be able to score some decent stuff, like some other stuff that's not just anywhere. So we started hitting up like the Dollar Tree and Dollar Generals, and sure enough, we we ended up starting to be able to pull a little bit of stuff out of these places. But now, like the like we went in one night, and we I ended up trying to go back like three days later, and then there's signs on the door that's like we're out of. And they had like a list, like all cleaning products, cases of water, small or otherwise, and then like certain cans of food that people were trying to get, like your soups, your chunky soups, or you know your macaroni in a can, or your Chef Boyardee, and all kinds of shit like that. So I was like, you know, that sucks, but I mean it. It means that people didn't catch on to that shit right away, but now that they're running out of options, they're just trying to make do, but. Well, I kind of figure, you see, there's a lot of confusion, a lot of nonsense going on right now. But a lot of that comes from the top, you know. Donald Donald didn't doesn't believe it. He didn't believe it. Now he thinks he and he was the other day like, you know, we're watching on the news. He wanted people <laughs> to be in church for Easter. And I was like, All right, you know, cool. You wanna play I mean, I'm not gonna go to fucking church. I already told him I was like, I gotta go fucking nowhere. I was like, we'll be lucky if this whole year isn't just fucking flushed in the toilet. Like, I'm like, okay, what are they going to do? Magically say, okay, yeah. you can go outside and say, what, you can cough up all over the people? Like, come on. Come on, dog. But the problem, here's the main problem. The, the disease is like, you know, I think yeah. this is like a three or four part moving, moving thing. The disease is part one. The other part of it is this everybody staying at home. Everybody like you know, they here in here, you know, at home and then it's been that way for no gyms, no movie theaters, no you can't go into the restaurant. You can't um You can't you can't gather more than like fifty people anywhere for any reason, you know. It it they shut off like they shut off everything. And then there's a big thing of what's a what's a non essential business, what's an essential business? But there's you know, there's still people fighting like what's an essential business, what's not an essential business? Like the gun stores over here. Everybody was making a mad dash to go get a gun, right? Of of all things they should be doing, the gun stores are like they've been they've been told they were gonna be shut down and whatnot and they say they gotta stay open. Yeah. So people are fighting about like a lot of things. But I I really believe like like the schools, you know, moms work. There's just a lot of people not working. And that's going to trip us up. I, I already feel like we're headed for, like, some sort of a fucking major fucking collapse of society here in the next. If, you know, because now the target deadline is they're going to open yeah. America back up, like, May 1, right? But I don't believe that. As a matter of fact, I I, I would almost say, even if even if they came out with the medicine tomorrow and fucking produced it, you know, for like 
everybody. I don't think shit is just gonna be like yeah back the way it was like in January. I, I think there's gonna be an initial hesitation, and then and then there's also the worst case scenario that they say, hey, you know what, we're not gonna be opening up America to like June or July. At which point, what do these people do that have not been working? There's like a lot of people just like it's, not working. It's fucking scary, actually. Think about it. They're like, yeah, there's like, I, I know that the economy, I know that the fucking, how are you supposed to pay rent? Like that already, the people were already complaining about paying the rent at the beginning of this month. And I'm like, how the fuck are people supposed to pay the rent next month? I May one. There's no, there's no fucking way. Mom, mom hasn't been working. If mom lived by herself, you know, or in a little apartment or something, you know, raising, you know, you know, like us, if yeah. we were little, how the fuck would she pay the rent? You know, if she has, you know, and then that goes for other industries too. Like, there's just a lot of, you know, fucking people out there like. Like the people that work at gyms, the people that work at the movie theaters and malls and shit, and like a lot of the people in the restaurant, the food industry, like you know, the delivery people that deliver the food, obviously they're working, but they're not working like if you know BJ's restaurant or Chili's restaurant was open, obviously there would be people in there buying all kinds of food. These delivery truck drivers that are delivering yeah. the food would have to be restocking them every morning. No, I absolutely but I don't think that's, that's simply not the case now. So all of the trucking industry is getting hit. You know, like I don't see, I just don't see how they so you got, you got that as a problem coming up like and it's already kind of popping up as a problem but then you got the, the other problem is Okay, yeah. what's what happens when the fucking people can't afford to buy the food? Like, we're. I think it's on the forefront of what everyone's yet, afraid of because, like, be. like you said, it. But, I mean, you look at an economic standpoint, and it's something that I've learned over the last couple of years. Like, there's a lot of things that feed into one another, but the number one thing right now, aside from like the general fear, that, like, every news article you read, every, every news avenue that you watch or view on I mean they're pumping the fear out every day. I mean they're it's 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 just like a daily reminder of everything that's all fucked off right now. But like I do I do firmly believe and it's not like a Donald Trump, you know, uh, fake news media, all that nonsense. My thing is is like so many people are focusing on the small picture of today. But you gotta really think about a month from now, you got to think about two weeks from now, you got to think about a month and a half from now, two months from now, like you got to really, really, really pay attention. You got to really just hanker, hunker down, man. I mean, I mean, dude, I'm gonna tell you straight up, like we have cut what we eat almost in half, entirely in half, just to make what we have last. I mean, and that's, we're not starving by any means at all. Like, there's there's enough substance for both of us to go around but like we have instead of like hey this rotisserie chicken we make this last for three dinners so let's make it last for five like let's let's get a let's get three dinners and three lunches out of this whole like 
you know, whatever it is, dude. And it, and a lot of that is getting more fresh vegetables brought in. So that way we're limiting using what we have. Yeah. What we have and eating better stuff mm-hmm. for us while at the same time, the more vegetables we bring in for us, the less of the stuff we're actually having available that we're, we're not using it all the time. And that's like the main thing is like so many people, like I've gone to the grocery store and I've seen dudes with like 10 racks of meat, like one thing of chicken, one thing of turkey, one thing of ground, and like the big stuff, you know, like the 10 pounds or eight pounds, like the seven, seven or eight pounds of ground beef, you know, all that shit like huge cards full of meat and I'm like that's good like you're able to get that but like you have to consider what happens when it runs out you're just gonna have just straight meat like I mean I I get it like you know people are buying and and luckily it's just Roche and myself you know it's just us two but it's the same it's same with water like every time we go to the store we have water on the list even if we don't get it just because you know it's it's not going to hurt us to get one more so yeah right well dude i i i kind of feel like they can't tell people right now that when it comes to may 1 like or even like April, because they're gonna have to figure it out by like April twentieth, April twenty fifth, yeah. before the month ends. Whether or not they're gonna push the date back, which I think at one <laughs> point the people, the people might actually fucking riot. But I just don't see, I don't see how else you go about it because you already can't pay rent. Now what are you gonna do? Fucking not spend your last. Fucking two or three hundred bucks because a lot of people haven't been working, especially here in California, yeah. since like March, the beginning of March. And they're supposed to be sending out these checks like it'll buy people like twelve hundred dollars a couple of weeks or a month, which at that at that at that rate is pretty admirable, you know. Like twelve hundred bucks will be huge for us right now, just because like my un- I, I, I don't, but. I get like twelve hundred bucks is twelve hundred bucks, but I, back when George yeah. Bush gave out free money, I got two G's. How the fuck, you yeah. know? How the fuck is it going to be less when the shit costs more? Like, to me, that's just a slap in the face. Like it's like, oh yeah, we gave people money, but like, <laughs> did you re- did they really? I don't see why they don't just fucking give everybody like five grand so that way they can pay the month or two rent that they owe, go and get groceries and then pay yeah. a month while their while their job comes back online, you know? But is five grand or six grand in people's pockets, you know, is it too much for that? I mean, I don't really know. 1200 bucks is not... Twelve hundred bucks. You're gonna go to the grocery store like three times. Let's be real. At like, let's say hundred and fifty per. So you're looking at like four fifty to five hundred bucks. That's half the money. The other half you gotta divvy up between. Fuck, I gotta keep the lights on. Yeah. I gotta, you know, pay this bill, and I mean that's it. Literally, that's it. 
I got to pay my car bill. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking take my car. I got to pay the $700 apartment rent because if not, it's going to kick my ass fuck out. But I mean, that you, you, they literally just going to give people one month of fucking less than one month. Yeah. I mean, I think it's admirable that they're trying, but at the same time, dollars. We, we are on a collision course for even if things got solved by me. This is just creating a giant hole to which it's going to take everyone like banding together and working together to get out of. And that mainly is because the strain, like when, like for instance, for us here in town, there's, there's literally only like 15 restaurants in town. Only like 15. And half of them have been closed yeah. down since the beginning of all this. Almost half of them. No, no, like fast food restaurants, they've been, they've been popping off dude. like, apparently the the Taco Bell here in town has been raging because everyone's been going there for whatever reason because they have they have a... well yeah because the food yeah and I noticed that too like McDonald's and fucking it's because they got dollar food yeah and because they're they most of them have drive throughs it's not like a little your little local restaurant like like I said BJ's or Chili's or like for us would be Bella's or Juanita's or whatever. Those yeah. places are completely decimated because you can't you can't physically go in there and get the food. You have to, or you can't go in there and sit and eat. You have to diner dash it or, or door dash it or whatever Grubhub. And I'm not gonna fucking pay Grubhub prices for fucking just to deliver me food. Fuck no. You know, if you order. Yeah. Let's say Carl's Jr. right from Grubhub, and you know Carl's Jr. is expensive. Then you got to tack on Grubhub's prices of fucking ten dollars <laughs> to fifteen dollars for the fucking delivery. Are you out of your mind? Like they're out of their mind. That's why the local the local restaurants yeah. here are just. I, I mean, there's going to be places here that recover, this. but a lot of these mom and pop shops that like that are that are our favorite places to eat here in town. I don't I don't foresee them. Coming out of this unscathed, I mean, something's going to be lost in the translation before and after the plague. Because, like, where where we're at right now is there are places doing carryout. They are doing all this stuff. But once the money runs out, they're gone, dude. Like, we're in this, in this oil industry of New Mexico. The foreclosure rate and people leaving has been, like, it's been astounding, dude. It's been crazy the amount of people that have packed up and left. I mean, it's not to be unexpected or nothing. But, like, the thing that I paid most attention to is, like, a lot of the guys that have the money to leave, they've already left. A lot of the guys that are here that are from out of town, they don't have the money to leave because they, you know, the thing is, it's crazy, dude. You got a bunch of these guys making, like, a 100 grand a year living month to month because they spend their money on stupid shit or they don't know how to. They know that they don't know how to advocate for hey this this amount of money that is probably twice the amount of profit that most any normal human being should make a year. We're just gonna buy trucks. We're gonna buy houses. We're gonna buy like all kinds of stuff that because the money's constantly rolling in. You know you don't think about it. And once that once the well runs dry, I mean, mm-hmm. these are the first guys like, and I've been seeing the post on Facebook here in town like. 
trying to sell a sixteen or seventeen thousand dollar car truck or trying to sell a truck for like no no low ball payments no no payments no low ball like thirty seven thousand I'm like are you fucking out of your mind dude and that right like who's yeah I mean nice pickup there dude but like that was that was the thing right man the and I see it and I see, I felt it coming and I seen it and so luckily you know we we were kind of in a decent place where like we were not living month to month. Now that my unemployment's kicked in and I'm making about just over half of what I was before, like things tightened up, but like it it enabled us to be in a place where like things are fucked. Yes, they're fucked. But we can still enjoy the small things in life that we might not normally be able to if we were living month to month. And that number one is just the security of like being able to own our own home and our mortgages in times where like rent still is like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars, fourteen hundred dollars a month for places here. I mean, we're we're like at eight fifty. So I mean that's that's even plus some. So I'm like I think about that shit and I'm like it's ex- it's extremely beneficial to to think like I mean I've been cheap my whole life, dude. I've always been a cheap bastard. And I've I've been talking trash to Rache like be thankful that I am this way. Like I will go out and spend, especially like right now, if I see stuff at the grocery store that I'm like, we could use some more of this, I'll get it. And Rache's like, well, we got a budget to maintain and all this stuff. Like, why are we making a budget? And I'm like, I know that and I'm not doing it to hurt us, but like here here's the situation. But the number one thing that that's afforded us is I've always kept that in the forefront of my mind. Like we got to pay the house first and just, just to make sure that no matter what we have our four walls, no matter what. And, you know, getting, getting fired and all this shit, it it really taught me some much valuable needed lessons that I wish it had happened in another way, but if it had to happen this way, pull the bandaid off then it needed to be. And then, you know, it happened. So it needed to be. And like the number one thing that it taught me is like, Working myself to death for this giant company that doesn't give a shit about me. Like getting into work at like five fifteen in the morning and leaving at seven thirty, eight thirty at night sometimes, sometimes later for people to expect of me shit that they didn't expect from themselves. And like like I'll tell I'll tell you straight up, like I told her to say this. The the management that I work for they were married to each other, trash. Hired brother-in-law, trash. Total trucks, trash. Hired friends, trash. Like all this, all this trash going on. And what they always told me is like, well, you worked for your family for 10 years. And, you know, you, you know, how can you be so adamant against people not working together, uh, working together that are related and all this stuff? And I was like, because my brother wasn't garbage. Like the money, the money wasn't always there, but like I never got an unfair shake at like if I did something wrong, I heard about it, and or if I did something good, I usually heard about it too. Like I didn't get there was no favoritism. I didn't get more money than the next guy. I didn't have to work less than the next guy. I didn't have less things expected of me than the next guy. And like I've been, that was like the main one of the main things that we always clashed about is I felt that they should never they should not be working together, and I wasn't afraid to tell them and. uh 
and that they sucked. I mean, they just they suck balls, honestly. And uh, so I, I've been, I look back at that shit, and I'm like, <laughs> things were so much simpler at a time, but at the same time, like, what I was getting paid a year wasn't worth the amount of just nonsense. I mean, I was never home, literally. This is the most <laughs> that I've been home since I left home. <laughs> so, and I mean, it's, it's crazy, yeah. dude, but like, I, I got to finally, finally finish the flash, which has been years in the yeah. making. Finally st- started getting towards agents of shield, which I, I was telling you earlier, it's a solid show, dude. I mean, it's, it's aged now. Some of the graphics kind of look like crap and the, you know, storylines melodramatic, but like it, it really is like, it's an appetizer to the much bigger scheme of things. And you compare, you, you combine that with like your daredevils and your Jessica Jones and your defenders. And then you got, you know, then you have all your Avengers, all the phase one, two, and three, then you have these. And I'm like, it's, it's really, it's kind of mind blowing to, to know the path that Marvel's been on with all of this because it's been, it's been, I mean, building, but like, I mean, the the reason Kevin Feige is now the like the president of operations for Marvel and like their entertainment sector is because like he was instrumental in getting these things off the ground. And I mean, they're a lot better than they probably had any right to be. Honestly, I'm I'm genuinely surprised with Agents of Shield. So, well, speaking of movies and fucking. Okay, so back when this all started, right? I, when we were in New York, I was, you know, telling the ex, like, hey, you know, there's no yeah. real good movies to see right now because, I don't know, there just wasn't anything out. Uh, then they shut down the movie theaters. I think, I don't know if it's yeah. a national thing, but the movie theaters here in California, they're not opening up anytime soon. And Disneyland and things like that are not open up anytime soon. But I was thinking Godzilla vs. King Kong was originally supposed to come out in March of this year. We were supposed to get a trailer yeah. for it and all kinds of things last year, right around the time the Joker was out in uh, theaters. We didn't get it. They pushed it back till November of this year. So I don't know. Maybe they knew. You know, yeah. But I don't know. I think they just they had to clear up a lot of shit. But now that shit's pushed back till November, right? Which, thank God, because maybe this shit does fix itself out by summertime. If we get back on track, maybe late in the year. But the way I, you know, Godzilla, you know, had it come out in March, you know, would have fucking sold nothing. Because there was that movie uh, with the girl from... um, Oh yeah, the Invisible Man. What's that Dude. fucking show on Hulu? The Handmaid's. The Handmaid's Tales. Yeah, that shit went straight Dude, to so fucking say- like or- ordered online. And I think nobody fucking <laughs> nobody. No, check this out, dude. The foresight. Nobody fucking was like. She she was going like dude. I I knew that I knew probably from a long time ago that I was gonna get fired. So I told her Shay, well I got this coming up. Like 
I've been seeing this coming for a while. I just didn't really speak on it because I didn't want to like put it out there in the world, you know, and have that be the reason why. So, I mean, I knew, I knew it was coming. They just shit was going down more and more literally every fucking day. And, uh, so onward and the invisible man came out like either one weekend and then the next, or they both came out the same weekend. I don't, I don't remember which. No, yeah, I, I wanted to see. Duty, it's it on. Has, uh, it's on Disney. Spider-Man and it's on Disney Plus right now. Star Lord in it, but it actually, it actually looks good. Though. But we watched Onward first <laughs> in theater. Yeah, and it's dude, it's a it's a good ass movie, man. You, I mean, there's there's some theater. like if you take if you take it at at ground level, it's. It's very entertaining. It's got a solid story. Cast is good. Graphics good. Story's good. But like you get really in depth, like it's really, really set in like not like a dystopian future because it, the world is thriving, but it's very uh, metaphorical for what's going on right well, now. Well, to me, it's like I, I don't know. I only seen it on the previews. I haven't, don't know. I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch yeah. it. Well, not that I, if I'm ever watching it, but I don't know when I'll ever get to watching it. Uh, but to me, it was like okay, it's like if Lord of the Rings, uh-huh. they brought it yeah. to like the future to like nowadays, right? Yeah. Like there's elves and fucking dragons and wizards, all kinds of shit, right? And I, I that was a movie that I was like. It was like I wanted to see, but it was kind of yeah. like, yeah, there's other things to see. I was looking forward to, you know, the Black Widow movie, and then everything just went on pause. Like, The Invisible Man, uh, <laughs> I, I had just heard, yeah. I was like, yo, I went straight to fucking, not to DVD, but like straight to streaming it. And I was like, dog, I, I could imagine yeah. they pumped in like 20 or $30 million to make that movie. They didn't get none, of, they didn't get a penny of it back. I, I literally don't even think it was in the movie theaters, and I don't know anybody. If you're gonna release it to stream yeah. it and pay for it, I'm the piracy is just fucking out of control, you know. So you're not. They didn't get. They didn't get any money. That movie was, and the movie could be good. Maybe it would have made like fifty million in the theaters. You know, you yeah. you never know, or a hundred million or eighty million. It could have been a surprise hit, but. They just they released at the wrong time. Like I'm like, well, thank God that happened to Godzilla and King Kong because, you know, I could imagine that shit came out in March, and then they had to fucking stream it. That it would have killed. It would have killed anything if they have anything after Godzilla versus King Kong. I hear it would have killed it right then and there. You know what I mean? It it just it just would have killed it. It would have killed anything like. So I'm like, well, now it's coming out November. Maybe by then, it, it'll just be like people will be like, oh, I gotta go to the movie theaters like to see any fucking thing, and they just drop like three hundred or four hundred million dollars to watch the movie, you know, worldwide. So I'm like, well, maybe it's a good thing for that Godzilla got pushed back after all, and you know, I'm just like, damn, like they they dodged they dodged a massive. Bullet, and then and this decision was made 
Like oh, here, here's the thing, though, man, I remember like, getting the news. I was and like, it's, it, it's, it's calculated because like the main the main one that's suffering right now is a quiet place too that I can think of. You know, obviously Black Widow and all this shit. But like, yeah. So like they they were the first to move, but a quiet well, Black, place originally only moved a couple of weeks. And I feel like they're going to have to reschedule towards the end of the year anyway, because, like, I mean, that movie's done, dude. It's done. I mean, it sucks, but. Um, so, yeah, I, de- I back back to I definitely recommend watching Onward. It is it is on Disney Plus right now. And, you know, Rache and I talked about it like. Essentially, we watched the same movie twice in about two months or less, about a month and a half. And. Totally worth it. It was just as good the second time. But it's on Disney Plus now. We watched it in movie theater. And then, so that was like, we went Saturday. Tuesday, we watched The Invisible Man. Movie's it's pretty good, dude. I mean, it's it's cheesy in its, in its own it places at times. But, like, it it is unique. And it really... Really ratchets up the tension. I mean, it's super high. Like, the thing that I give that movie is that there's definitely... The person that scored it and and shot it, they knew how to build tension, and it always makes it feel like there's an additional person in the room just by how the movie was filmed. Because, like, it's... It's literally about somebody that's not really there, you know? So it's it's kind of hard to to sell that, but they do. I mean, the the way that the movie was filmed was in such yeah, a way that like there is the the comedic relief at times, but then like when there's somebody else there, it's not in like a jump scary type cheesy kind of way that it always makes it feel like there's somebody else there, especially when you know. Can you seen the previews where like the chick is convinced that there's somebody haunting her? And I think one of the dudes in the in the, in the movie's like, "What, like a ghost?" <laughs> but it it really does make it feel like supernatural in a sense. And uh, so we watched that Tuesday. Then I got laid off literally like the next day. I got fired the next day. So I told her Shay like, "Well, kind of glad that we got that out the way because like that shit happened." And then like I said, I interviewed Thursday, and then all of New Mexico went on lockdown almost. So there's plenty of people still working, but like, there's plenty of people not. I'm one of the ones that's not. But I mean, things have gotten so wild and crazy since then. That like, we I was glad that we were able to have like one last, because dude, like the this movie theater they closed down before it even became like an essentials only deal. Like they were like, we should really limit the amount of people that are working, and they closed their doors immediately. <laughs> Well, you know, back when we came when we came back, you know, me and the ex when we came back from um, New York, I went to work that like oh, yeah. Thursday and Friday or Friday and Saturday, something like that, right? And I finished the pool. The next week, uh, my ex at the time was like. Sure, her days off switch from 
Sunday and Monday to Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So she worked that Monday, as was her normal, because she took vacation, like, until that Sunday prior. She worked that Monday, and she was off Tuesday and Wednesday. Then she worked Thursday, and I believe Friday, and for whatever reason, I think she had that Saturday off. But she came back and worked three days, and then the order came that uh, the casino was closing. But, like, Disneyland closed, like, in California, it was kind of weird watching how it rolled because, you know, when I got back, it was already a thing. But then, like, yeah, I heard about that actually that they're like under lockdown. Just out of nowhere, San Francisco was like they're the whole city's on lockdown, or like say that they they. Well, actually, let me backtrack it. The very first thing that was happening is, you know, I found mm-hmm. it kind of trippy too. Is when we were in New York. There was cruise ships coming back to the United States, but people, they weren't letting the people off. That was going on while we were in New York. And I was like, thank God we didn't go on a cruise because initially she had wanted to go to a cruise to Mexico of all places. And the only thing, I was kind of against going to a cruise because I kind of don't want, I just, it doesn't interest me. Like, Everybody says that, but it just kind of doesn't interest me in that way. Like, like when you when you look at it, when you step back, you're on a boat, you get off the boat, you get back on the boat. I mean, like, you know, okay, but I mean, that doesn't, like, it's not like you're going on, like, a hiking or you're camping or well, I'll, you're at the beach I'll say for, like, an entire week. You know, we, we went on our cruise this time last year. Walking around, you know, this like, time last year. But, about so a month we, ago this time last year. You will have nothing to do only if you want nothing to do. And so, like, the first the first two days, because we, we were on the cruise for a week, literally an entire week. The first two days, I was sick, dude. I was sick as a dog. All I did was sleep, sleep, and sleep, and sleep, and I couldn't even eat hardly. Um, looking back on that, I have so much regret over those first two days, even though I kind of felt like dog shit that I didn't get up and do other stuff because like literally you can go to the movies, you can, you can go to a casino, you know, granted you, you walk around like the same couple of places, obviously, cause the ship's only so big and there's usually only like one main floor things to do, but like literally all day, every day. Right. That, see that to me is where I'm at. I'm like, well, there's only, I don't see a, Point in going on a cruise for a week. Well, what what they get like, is they give you a different menu every the re- day. It's not like you the restaurants eat, are going to like, change. Uh, you know? On the ship, they have four 24-hour places. But, like, they change the menus. The only one that didn't really change was the pizza place. But, like, those those free, those places were free. Like, you just go up and order whatever, and they didn't charge you nothing. So, like, I mean, literally, I tried. Uh, they had a s'mores pizza. I tried that. They had a vegan uh turkey pepperoni pizza that had like it was all like vegan gluten-free vegan and actually that's that's one of the main things that got me really turned on to like some vegan foods is like that pizza was good dude it was super good i was genuinely surprised how good and phenomenal pizza that was and then uh they i mean they just had all kinds of shit but the main thing was i mean as a grown adult for me like i'm not seldom entertained with lots of things like I don't, I don't, I've always been more of like a home person. I don't, I never really like being out with lots and lots of people, but like, 
it was like secluded inclusion with stuff because like you could you could watch a movie and there'd be only like five other people there but like you could go swimming you could play pool you could you could go eat you can you can go shopping you can just look at stuff i mean they it it was it was interesting because like the first two days i wasted and then like i look back on the the brochures because there's little brochures that like they give you a list of things that are going on literally all day and there's like Easter egg hunts where you do all kinds of stuff. You, you, know, you raffle stuff, all kinds of shit. Like the the ship that we were on had a movie theater, and at that time they were showing, like they had double screenings at that time, like uh, Venom, Littlefoot, and I want to say High School, the one with uh, Kevin Hart. They had them. They had them on the boat. And by the time like I realized what was going on, we hadn't watched Venom yet, yeah. but like. I was like, shit, if I'd have known, like, even though I was sick, we probably could have went up and watched it maybe like that first night. And then they wasn't shown again till the till the end of the week. But like we had we had went and watched like a disco. We went and watched a play. And we did all we did all kinds of stuff, dude. I mean because where we live has very little things, like we try to take advantage as much as we could while we were on the boat. And uh I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the exact same place you were originally when it all went down. Like, I didn't want to go on no damn boat. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. The, the idea, like, I wanted to go because we were all going to do it as a family. But, like, I had never really traveled like that or done things like that were never appealing to me. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much more. I, the way that I've I've talked about this experience, it was like the first Thor movie. And I think I've used this analogy a couple times with you. I went into it with no expectations <laughs> at all. I was like, man, this is probably not going to be very good. I'm probably not going to enjoy this. But I pulled so much more out of the first Thor movie than I did even like. Like, and this is not saying I didn't like the first Avengers movie. I knew that movie was going to be great. So I wasn't surprised at that. I was surprised with the first Thor that I was like, man, they nailed the guy that played Thor. They nailed all the supporting cast. They nailed Loki. Like, they did all this stuff. And that was kind of how I felt about the cruise ship. Like, because I didn't expect that it was going to be great, I was actually kind of floored that it was as good of an experience as I thought that it was. I mean, we met a lot of good people, did a lot of random and weird different shit. Like, we did all kinds of stuff, dude. I mean, but like I said, the main the main thing that I take away from it is if you don't want to do it, keep that mindset, but do it. And I feel like you'd be you'd be genuine. At least you know, maybe not. Don't go on like if you're anti that. Don't go for a full week. Go for a couple of days. But like, it was such an enjoyable experience that I would have absolutely zero issue with doing it again. And actually, we were planning on it because we're we were thinking about potentially moving at the end of this year anyway. But, you know, start getting kids involved and all this stuff. But, like, we were thinking about a cruise in October. And, obviously, that's off the table now with, one, the job situation. And then, two, probably first and foremost, is the pandemic and the world situation. So. Right. Well, 
<laughs> okay, last year, when, like I said, when, we're, when we were discussing taking a vacation, because she was like, well, I'm going to take a vacation. We'll go somewhere. We'll go on a cruise. So I was like, eh, it wasn't too hot on the idea. I was like, eh. so whatever the cruise costed, we ended yeah. up getting flights and the Airbnb in New York, it was like cheaper. It just was cheaper. The Which is pretty good. Airbnb was like, I think it was like 400 bucks for the entire week we were there. Like, we were there, we were there for seven days. Holy so shit. Like, shit. You know, it was cheap. And the flights were only like 250 bucks round trip or something like that. So, I mean. Yeah. Well, we had got, we had got it like four or five months in advance. Anyways, you know, when we were over there, and then when we got back, you know, the, the cruise ships, they weren't letting the people off because they were sick. And there's still people, there's still a cruise ship docked <laughs> in, like, San Francisco. They haven't let anybody off. Like, the 500 guests have not got off. And, like, and I was like, damn, they've been on there for fucking boat for almost a month. Or maybe a month now. Like, they have not, they just have not let the people off. There's, there's cruise ships with people yeah. that they're not reporting on. That are just floating out at sea. That they're not. They don't. No government is letting them in. And there's like Americans on board and shit. And I'm like, well, and there's Canadians on board. I'm like, damn, how fucked up is that? That they took off in the beginning of March and they can't get back home. Like, you know. So it that that happened to us. Like I was like, well, we dodged a major bullet, right? But like as soon as we got back, they started shutting down all this shit, and I'm like. Like, her work is, she hasn't been to work this in, like, since before, really, she left the vacation, like, sometime in February. Mom hasn't been at work since, like, uh, like, this entire month, too. And, like, I don't know, like, I don't know when, when anybody's going to go back to work. That's That's the key. I'm like, well, I don't know, like, you know, it's it's crazy, but I don't know, like, I, I the back to the movies and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I think they're all getting pushed back. Everything's gonna drop. Like right now, there seems to be a lot of stuff to stream, but I think all of the new releases, even the releases that were gonna happen in like, you know. Uh-huh. May or June, like some of these summer. I- I'm not sure when the Fast and Furious was going to come out, but I think that's going to have to get pushed back too. No, no way is Hollywood <laughs> going to just yeah drop seven blockbusters in one month. You know what I mean? Because that, that, you know, they just. Not only are people not going to have enough money to watch it, but all of them, but if you drop seven blockbusters in a row, chances are people are only going to see one or two out of the seven. So, <laughs> I don't really know what's their plan going forward here. Maybe they're just going to straight yeah. to Netflix it and maybe, you know, an additional four bucks to watch it. I don't know. It's kind of how Amazon does it. For they don't have it. You can still watch it, but you have to pay three ninety nine or four ninety nine. 
Yeah, so I, you know, that might be what's going to have to happen because I don't really, you know, thank God Netflix is around because I think Netflix is the one thing that most people still have and just can watch shit all damn day. Like, people, I, think, <laughs> I think people are getting bored. Maybe not over there, but people over here are starting to get bored as fuck. And they, like there's there's literally nothing you can do. Like Home Depot, most of the food stores, they are like there's a curfew. They, there is no curfew. Like they yeah. saying it, but they all they all have signs in the front of their store saying they're closing at six because they have to clean everything. Seven p.m. Yeah, and I hear you. That's just everywhere. So you can't. Really, there's nothing to do outside the house at like seven p.m. You can't go to no market. You can't go. You can't go to Home Depot. Yeah. The last few things that are open, you, you can't. The only thing is you can do is go into the drive-through and then go back home. And I'm like, well, damn, like, you know, so fuck, like, that that's going on, you know, here now. It, but it'll creep. I think it'll probably creep across everywhere. But that's how it's gonna be. But. Yeah, that Netflix is the one savior to like everything, like, and also Spotify and some music. But a lot of artists are pushing their shit back too, like Hatebreed. I think they said that it's postponed indefinitely. I'm like, well, that's fucked. Sometime in the next month or two, and that's they're just putting it on hold. Well, yeah, because there's no point in them pumping out an album now, and fucking there's no tour support. There's no, um, you know, they can't pump out the vinyls like they like, and you know, you know what I mean. And then it's just like, well, if people stream it and then they get over, they get over streaming it, then what? You know, Avery would have made that whole album. You know, I don't know how much it costs to make an album. You know, hundred. Yeah. Couple hundred buckaroos. That's kind of like the same you know, place we're in right now. And, the, and I, I'm telling Rochelle, like, maybe, maybe this shit was all a blessing in disguise because, like, the main, the main thing is right now, we may not have the most money coming. Definitely not the money that I had coming in before. But I have none of the risk. I really don't like. And we're we're getting to the point where, like, I was having like every time I go out, I got to strip my clothes off and get in the shower. Because, like, I honestly don't know who's got it. I don't know. I don't know. And it's just, it's just like the, 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 the risk of the unknown, like all the shit that's been going on. I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what we're doing. So, like, you know, gloves every time, wipes every time, water every time, and then clothes just off, and then wiping literally everything off once we, like, anything that we buy cleaning like disinfecting it before we do anything with it and so I mean it's a tough spot that we're in but we have survived much 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 worse so well <laughs> at the at the onset of this right I'll tell my mom, don't go outside if you don't got a mask. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I 
randomly at Christmas. Uh, yeah. You know, Uncle Bear got me. Um, he had got me handkerchiefs, like some old navy handkerchiefs, and I was like, I didn't, uh-huh. you know, I don't really use them. Like, you know, you know what I mean. You don't really use them for anything. But like, as this thing happened, and and I was like, fuck you, and I was like, I really, you really don't know. I was, I gave the pack came with six in them, right? And I was just, just use them. And then, like, mom was like, what are we going to walk around the store with the mask on? Like, my God, like, she didn't really buy into it. But, like, over the last, like, two weeks, like, I, I've gotten bandanas. I've, I have a, a Raiders bandana randomly. And then I've had these handkerchiefs, like, Bruh. the bandanas across California, they're gone. <laughs> and then, like, you remember that thing I sent you the other day? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or it's Dr. Oz putting on the fucking red bandana. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, now it is they're saying everybody should cover their face, right? So now the, the masks that, that people have, like the little doctor masks, the little corny ones that you see mm-hmm. um those are gone like there's no so now you you know are they're they're only good for like a couple of uses right but a, a bandana you can wash yeah. so now we california already went through the phase where everybody had on gloves and the regular doctor's mask oh, like painter's mask or some shit or the, the ones that look like they're they look like medical masks i don't know if they're what they're actually called yeah, <laughs> now everybody is rolling around with all sorts of bandanas, and it's just like <laughs> no. And let me tell you, Vince, Vince randomly passed by the house like a day or two ago, or and he was like, "Bro, hardcore is back," and I was like, "Dog, it was." <laughs> Everybody's out here banging with different bandanas. <laughs> <laughs> like you got pink, you got green, blues, reds, blacks, whites, like all sorts yeah, of bandanas. Dude. Just like because everybody used up all the fucking other masks. You know? <laughs> People are covering their face with fuck all sorts of different things. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I've been doing that for like since since Literally, I got back. I just started running around with the bandana. Yeah. And I was like, you're pointless wearing these fucking masks because they're only good for one time. You're using and throwing away. But now, mom, even mom's got, we got like a shitload of bandanas and she's been washing them and keeping them in rotation. That's, that's what, that's the best way to go. I mean, if you don't got your guys' bandanas yet, I will go and get them because you can reuse those motherfuckers like, but you don't have to necessarily just get bandanas. You can go and get like, like shirts, and just fucking cut off the sleeve and run yeah. that over your head like a fucking. Like you're gonna put a sleeve over your head. I don't know. You know, like just some sort of a ski mask. And really, I mean, you're not really gonna stop the virus from getting to you. But what, you, what you're doing though is. You know, you have on like a cloth over your face, right? 
So at least yeah. you have a barrier between if somebody fucking, you know, you're not touching your face is what it is. Because, you know, you go and you touch the shopping cart and then like, you know, at least you can make it home before you actually, you can wash your hands before you yeah. actually take your bandana off and possibly touch a bottle of water and then drink the water. You know what I mean? Yeah, it gives you a chance to wash your hands. That's what it's really doing. Just cover your face. You don't. Nobody. You yourself don't touch your, your face. That's what I'm. What I don't really know if it stops the airborne stuff. Right, I swear to God. You definitely are not touching your face all up with the fucking the germs, bro. And I swear to God, like, I was like, <laughs> there's no way they can catch you. Robbing the bank. Everybody's in there with masks and gloves. What, the, what kind of description are they going to give? <laughs> I, was, I was like, i like, damn, this is a fucking amazing time to rob up the place. Because even if you run, you know, and you're walking down the street, and, you know, you ditch the money and nobody finds it, they say, hey, you know. What are you wearing masks and gloves for? You're like, God, I'm like, I don't want this shit. You know I mean? There's nothing the police can do. Like, a year ago, if you were walking down the street with a bandana covering your whole face, sunglasses, and black, <laughs> and black, you know, <laughs> looking uh, suspect as hell on latex the street, gloves, <laughs> these motherfuckers would have shot you on sight. They would have fucking shot you even if you didn't fucking do anything. They were they were killing people over fucking having cigarettes and you know you know what I mean? The, the police violence. Now everybody everywhere is like walking un- around with uncommon if you don't see it. Everywhere. It's not even a it's not even not a thing. It's like everybody's doing it. So I, so I was like Right, I'm like, damn, now is a fucking perfect time to just run up and just rob a place and just fucking dip. What are they going to do? What can they do? What description are they going to give you? Hey, this guy came on with a fucking jacket, a bandana, and gloves covering his, you know. And the whole thing is, I've been walking around like that in the stores, <laughs> and you see everybody else walking around in stores like that, and I always think, like, yeah, I should just fucking walk out the store with this fucking sharp, shopping cart full of stuff. <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah, so really gonna Dude, I, I've been me? seeing the memes. It's like, no, all yeah, I guess people have been saying like, cough at them and then the, back fuck up. Like, like that shit. Like people's shoplifting has gone through the roof. And they're saying like, there, there's no, there's a no chase clause in there. Like you can't, you just, you gotta kind of not let them, but like you try to avoid it if they're in the store. But if they're out the store, then that's it. You know. Yeah. Well, that that's the case for anything uh, food-wise. Yeah. Like, if you go and you take a pack of chicken outside the store, you don't know what the chicken... They, the store can't take it back. And if you, if you haven't watched the Tiger King, they get into that slightly. On the, the Tiger King, the guy says they were feeding the tigers with all the meats that Walmart had to throw away because a lot of people would go to the store at Walmart, pick up like 
hot dogs, yeah. hamburger patties, this thing and that thing, and they would go to pay for it, and it'd get declined. It gets spoiled. And they just, they couldn't take the chance, Walmart can't take the chance, sitting the meat down there, letting it get spoiled, putting it back in the refrigerator to try to sell you. So all of that meat, when people will go to swipe their cards, if it got declined, it's <coughs> wasted meat. And that's true. Yeah. If you go into the store and you happen to get out the store with their merchandise, they can no longer, they can't do anything to you. The only thing they can do is not let you back into the store the next time, but if you're covered with gloves, how do they know what you look like? That's when the same thing that's going on with the banks. Like I'm like, dog, you, you could just fucking rob these mother. There's no, a lot of them don't have security. You know, the banks don't really carry armed guards on premise. And then on top of that, yeah. if you're driving away, right, and you get pulled over by the police, what are they going to tell you? <laughs> Why do you have on the gloves and mask looking suspicious? No, moron. Fucking avoiding the fucking the black plague. You know, so I mean, they really have to catch you like in the act doing it, but yeah, I've been thinking. I've been thinking that for a hot minute. I'm like, why am I wasting money? I could just walk out the goddamn store Fucking with shit. essential items and just leave. Like, they, they can't. They can't do nothing to me. <laughs> I but, hear it's wild. Dude, as hell. you gotta watch the Tiger King. That that shit is fucking. It's out of bounds. It's. I. I don't know why. Bro, after like the drop of it is like. It's wild and it continues to be wild. I wonder who dug the story up. To like the end of it. Beyond wild. Well, they get into it. They, they had been... Um, there's all kinds of twists and turns in that fucking story. But they, they were trying to... What I could, what I think they were trying to do... And I, the guy was yeah. trying to make a reality TV show. Not like Jackass, but... You know when Jackass was hot and all that, you know, all that reality TV show was hot? The guy, one of the directors that, he didn't, he's not the one that directed the Netflix one, but the other guy was trying to make a reality show yeah. so that he could sell it to, like, MTV or or Fox or whoever was doing the reality TV shows or the, the nature channels. He filmed everything, but they... They literally didn't. All those, all the people, all the characters existed. All he did was just set up shop, and then, then everything happened with Joe, and you know he went to prison and all that. And he never, he never could get the show off the road. <laughs> how many off episodes? The ground. How many episodes is it? But Netflix picked it up and was like, they hit a gold mine. <laughs> like the entire world. I think it's only like six or seven or eight episodes. It's not, it's not very long. And I, and I only think it's not very long because they're going to do yeah. another season. And, you know, I think they just, they just got this out there as quickly as they could. Because there's just a lot of things. There's just, a, there's a mad amount of fucking 
characters and there's a mad amount of crazy bullshit. Yeah. And there, you know, that I don't know. There's like, a, you'd have to watch it to understand it, but you're not, you won't be bored not one episode. There's not one filler episode in that shit. <laughs> There, there's so many memes going around about it right now. You got Carol Baskin, the meme. You know whether or not she killed her husband, and I fully believe she killed her husband. No way she didn't. I see that. You got Joe in his if, tiger mess. If gas station erection pills were like a person, and it's that dude's picture, he's a straight bro, but he's like <laughs> sixty. That shit, that shit is funny, dude. You got that guy. You got another guy. I I don't know his name off the top of my head, but they they haven't been memeing him much. But he runs a fucking a sex cult. (laughs) You got Carol Baskin's husband, who's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) That they have pictures of him posing as like a as a cat, and Carol's like walking him. Joe turns into a gay cowboy and he's singing some fucking wild ass shit at one of his husband's deaths. Yeah. I don't know. There's so there's so many fucking like what the fuck moments and that shit. That's why there's so many goddamn memes. And then there's so many people saying free Joe and I'm like, well, yeah, they got a point because his murder for hire didn't really pan out. Like, I think that was just like. A bullshit charge that stuck that randomly. Who was an act, probably an actual murderer, just walking around free. I don't know. You you have to watch it. It's really good. That's good. Ozarks. If you haven't finished Ozarks, the Ozarks is phenomenal as well. There's a lot of people talking about it. And it's I want to. I do want to watch that. I want to get back into wow. that. Like I said, we we finished the first season. Season two came out. Just never got around to it. Didn't have the time. And this is season three. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Want to get back into that? I yeah. do want to get into Altered Carbon. Their second season came out. Looks pretty solid. Oh, yeah. dude, I want. I want to watch that too because if season one is fucking amazing. You know, there's it's an Anthony altered Mackie, carbon yeah. season two with the guy uh, with the uh, no. yeah the uh, fucking it's the Falcon on your left. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. The Falcon. Yeah, I was gonna ask. And you then about they have like a little, I think an animated movie. Freak this out. Well, I I see. Yeah, I don't want to watch it because before. I don't know if that's in between seasons one and two. Or if it's after, and I don't want yeah. to like ruin the entire season two, so I want to watch season two before I watch that. But I have been, I've had the time recently to do it, to watch, get caught up on these shows. So I watched Ozark. I watched. I'm watching Happy. If you haven't seen Happy, uh, that that shit's amazing too. It's what it's a wild. To me, it feels yeah. wild as the Tiger King, but it's actually you know it's not real. Just the just the story. The Tiger King is a fucking real story that's beyond wild. <laughs> it's, out, it's out of pocket. That's what it is. It's like it's mind blowing. Because after the first episode, you think you're fucking. You leave thinking like, what the fuck did I just watch? And then you like, you like, 
you start watching every other episode, and you're like, what the fuck? And they never get back to fucking, you know, did Carol kill her, kill her husband or not? Like they 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 talk yeah. about it through an episode, and then they kind of just leave it. <laughs> Anyways, there's Happy Season Two, uh, and then before I broke or before my ex broke up with me, we were watching uh, Hunter Hunter. So. We had got through like season one and we were watching like half of season two and there's like four seasons of that so I didn't but now I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Happy. I'm gonna watch uh there's this thing about yeah this this lady in Boston that was running the drug crime labs and she fucked up. Now I watched the first episode of that, I'm gonna watch the rest, you know, sometime this week. And then there's fucking there's just a ton of shit. I want to watch that that one on Amazon with uh, Robert De Niro. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard know, that that uh, was good. I heard that was real good actually. The Hunters or whatever they're called. I heard it was good, and I just want to watch dude, it. Chernobyl was good. I want to watch Chernobyl, Chernobyl as well, the one on HBO. But well, dude, uh, but we, I, like, we had it for I don't we have actually just canceled it because HBO, like all the shows like, are good for a while, and then. We're just trying to save some money. It's like twenty five or thirty bucks an additional a month, but you can get HBO Go through Hulu for like thirty bucks more a month. You know, granted it's thirty more fucking dollars, but that's how that's how we had it. And then obviously there's Game of Thrones on there, so you could finally get around to watching that. Plenty of that to go around. You could watch the first seven seasons and you'll be all right. Just you watch the first seven seasons and then like the first three episodes of season eight, and then just just don't watch anymore. <laughs> You'll be all right. <laughs> well, yeah, there's gonna be a spinoff. Are they supposed? To, are they supposed to be making? But it's gonna be a prequel. Shit? It's not gonna this core universe. It's gonna be the universe, but it's gonna be like a mad prequel, like hundreds of thousands of years before. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll think about it. I mean, it 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 be, it had to be one of those things where I'm like, they're giving it away. Well, for actually, you for know what? I heard now. HBO's giving away their channel for free. I so recommend. Maybe I'll, I'll get on it, but I'm not sure exactly how it works. I don't want to get a free. I don't want to get it free for months and yeah, somehow no, I hear be you. one of those things where like it's definitely we're looking into. You have to but pay for three months. I recommend if you do get it, do not start with Game of Thrones. That's like that's like your long term. There is a show on there. It's called The Outsider. We watched it. That show is insane, dude. Like it's 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 a Stephen King universe type movie, so it's along the lines of like your Castle Rocks and all that. It's like super drama. And it gets a little a little questionable towards the end, but like that show is just intense, dude. Start to finish, super intense. It's a fantastic show, though. Straight up, it was a good show. I started it, never finished it. It was solid while I watched it. Just never got back around to it. So maybe when we get HBO back one of these days, sooner or later. I'll get back into that, but there there is that on there. I just never never got into it. Not not into finish it at least. Well, I wanna 
I don't know. There's some things that HBO does have that seems kind of good, but it's like, to me, I'd rather get Disney Plus because they're eventually going to have all the Marvel movies listed and then, you know, you have the Pixar. Like, the other day, I yeah. just... Is it on there? Is it on Disney Plus? Uh, Aladdin, the, the remake. Yeah, it's on there. I, I watched it. Me, the uh, ex, and, and Angie had came over. Spent the night. We watched... We watched Aladdin on there. Uh, I there's things yeah. I liked about Aladdin, and there's things I just absolutely just thought was dumb as shit. But I mean, it's on there. We watched it, and you didn't like it. it was I, right. Oh, we watched Dumbo too, but I didn't. I didn't really care for Dumbo. Uh, yeah, big. To fish. me, it, it kind of remember that movie, uh, Real Big Fish, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it looked just it looked like the fucking like the same movie. That's it, that's the whole thing. I was like, yo, dog, they're literally the same, same universe. Movie. Uh literally the same main character. <laughs> the same yeah, he the was same a, main he was character that I don't know if it's Danny DeVito. Or they like he plays the same role and I was like, okay, like they they kinda went for a a big fish movie, but without the flair that made big fish good was like, was like actually over the top. Dumbo was kind of just like toned down. It was like a toned down version of it. You know, it was like, well, they're at a circus and the clowns are. It was, it was so clownish. It was, it we watched it in Albuquerque. We enjoyed it. We watched it at a, at a dining theater. So obviously I, I enjoyed that more than anything else though. So, but that, you know, I, I kind of had the same feeling towards Aladdin. I was like, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. To me, they, they took out some of the greatest parts of Aladdin, the original, and then put in some other funky-ass parts. And I was like, all right. Like, I didn't kind of see this. I didn't see why they did that. Like, at the at the end of the movie... They took out. There's a fight scene with um, Jafar, Aladdin, yeah. where Jafar turns his fucking staff into some giant snake and starts fucking them all up, right? Like, he's on the verge of winning before Aladdin tells him, like, well, the genie's stronger than you. Yeah. They, they get Jafar to wish to be a genie, like, instantly. And, it's, and then the movie's over. Now I was like, well, this is kind of <laughs> pointless because. <laughs> and then they, uh, the genie doesn't take off. The genie, he ends up getting free and then he ends up like marrying uh-huh. Jasmine's like right hand fucking mate. So that's all, that's all that happens to him. And I was like, all like, Dog, there's a there's an Aladdin part two. They could have easily done part two, but I don't, I don't see how. Yeah. The genie has no power anymore. You know what I mean? Like at the end of Aladdin, the original, Aladdin frees him, and then he's like, he packs up for vacation. He fucking like, he warps out of, you know, he warps out of the palace. And in no this one, he just ends up marrying the girl, and like, but he has no powers. He's human. <laughs> so I was like, wow, they fucking, yeah. they really fucked up having a part two. 
if they were going to have part two. They could have, but they really totally fucked that off. Like, completely, they fucked that off completely. Um, but aside from that, I mean, it's an okay I, We watched uh, The Lion King, and I kind of feel the same something way about it. Like, it, something got lost in the translation. It was it was decent. You know, Jan Fa- John Favreau did a pretty damn solid job with the kind of lackluster script that he was given. And I feel like Beyonce was attached to be in that movie before he was. So I think he kind of got stuck with that. But it was enjoyable. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. So, there's that. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel, I kind of feel like I watched <laughs> Beauty and the Beast a while ago, and I was like, this is not Beauty and the Beast at all. Like, like <laughs> it just is not the same fucking movie, you know? Like, it was a little too dark, and it was a little less, like, you know, it just wasn't, it just was not the movie, you know. And I know they're going to redo The Little Mermaid, and I'm like, fuck, bro, that, like, Mm. Ursula turns into the fucking Kraken, right? When she steals uh, Ariel's voice, Ursula becomes, like, huge like she can fucking she turns into the Kraken basically right and I'm like I know they're gonna fucking X cross off that whole fucking <laughs> that whole scene and I'm like there's no point in the movie at that point <laughs> if Ursula does not fucking become the greatest one of the more popular Disney villains of all time then like there's no point in the fucking movie like, you got to think, there, there's tears, like, Scar is up there, is one of the villains. You know, you probably got Maleficent. They've already done her. Uh, they have, you know, Ursula's probably up there. She's probably yeah. the top five. And I can't really think how many other villains there are. You know what I mean? Like, and they're going to... Jafar. Jafar is a villain. Uh, you know, Frozen doesn't necessarily have a villain, per se. And I, they, I think they're going to just totally fuck off Ursula. That's, that's a tragedy. <laughs> a complete tragedy. But, dude, you got... I don't know... If you got the time now, you got to dabble. You got to at least give one punch season one because it goes really quick. You got to give it it's it's sol- a solid watching. I'll give it a go. It's amazing. I, I mean, I've been, wanting to, I've been wanting to watch it too, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I it's think I added it. I just kind of, it kind of cut lost in the background because there's like a hundred shows out right now. Not a hundred. Probably like a solid 30 that are out right now that I want to watch like a uh, better call Saul. I want to, I want to get back into that now that it's like five seasons deep. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. And then I there's a bunch of like random Netflix exclusives that it looks super interesting. Like, uh, 
they have a whole kick on there doing like auto not like autobiography but they're doing like a like the mongol wars and then like the roman wars but they're like half history half history half live live action or like a combination well Nar- narcos too narcos is amazing i don't know if you've watched any of the narcos but and then i had to spell that off too fantastic as well i think i think i watched have the you, first season you, but then they have like a, a few more seasons of that and then they have like narcos mexico and i'm like bro doing too much Yeah, they're no, bro. They 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 finished Marcos Nar Marcos Narcos Colombia, like Pablo Escobar story, and now they they transitioned to Mexico, and the Mexico's Narcos is really interesting because, like, you get to figure out how the Mexican cartel gets set up, right? Mm-hmm. But almost from the jump in season one, like. Probably within yeah. the first like two or three episodes. You you know who El Chapo is, right? Well, he's a character in the story, like. But he, like, uh, without spoiling too much, all yeah. he is at that point when they when you first come across him, he's just a driver. Like, there's like an infinite amount of mob and mob bosses that are in such a higher place than him, right? So he's like a driver. So they sprinkle him in like a few times in season one, and then in season yeah. two, they sprinkle him in like a little bit more, but he's not the main focus of the story. Like, at all. Like, he's not like anything to do with the story. Like, nothing he does affects anything else. Like, and I think some at some point, they're going to get to his story, but his story is so current, like, because he, he was only arrested within the last couple of years, that, like, I don't know how he got to where yeah. he was at, to being, like, the top fucking drug kingpin of all of Mexico. Like, to me, that's, like, the wildest shit ever, because there is so much in between him getting the yeah. throne and who has the throne now, like, you know what I mean? There's just so much, yeah. like in between it all, and it's like, bro, like I don't know exactly how they, how it's gonna turn out, man. I don't like that. Like that's what yeah. they just leave. It probably would be like, like the big bad after a couple seasons, story, like slowly. You know what I mean? Sorry. And it's like, bro. well, they they've already gone through season two. They already ran through. The main guy in season one and two, they ran through his story. He's done. He's out. Uh-huh. Like he set up the Mexican drug industry. He ran it. He became the number yeah. one drug trafficker in like on the American side of the world. And then he he fucking then they got him. Like but he didn't die, so I don't know exactly whatever ended up happening with him. They just arrested him and he was sitting sitting in a jail. But then, yeah, then it leaves the story up to, like, all these other mob guys. And it doesn't really say how 
you know how anything shakes off for Chopper. But that that's good. That yeah, should be good. There's if you're if you haven't watched it, there's five, there's now five seasons of it. Uh, the Walking Dead is there. I don't have too much of an interest in watching it per se, but it's there. Yeah, we watched that. The one that everybody watched too. That I don't know if you guys watched is the Trials of Gabriel Fernandez or whatever. That one's good. Um, everybody watched that one, and was like everybody was talking about it for a minute. Uh, that shit's good. And then I don't. Know, there's a there's a ton of shit out there, man. That's yeah. Good, that, well, like, now I got time. <laughs> it's just there. It's so, not going. We'll anywhere. see. I'm slowly slowly catching back up on things. Like I said, the main thing is I watched like the first seasons of Agents of Shield way back in the day, and so I jumped back in like. Right at the end or beginning of season two, like right at the beginning of season two, right at the end of season one, beginning of season two, and I just started season four, and they throw in Ghost Rider first thing. So, are you at home or what, bro? It is fucking pouring. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. No, I was... yeah. Where are you going? Somewhere, but I've been just in my car. But it's like pouring, so I don't see no point in me driving anywhere. Uh, well, I don't know if you've seen, but I've been putting the tiles on um the barbecue. Finally, I'm trying. I'm 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 like a few days and probably like I don't want to put it like I'm within probably like. A oh, shit. of time before I'm completely 100% done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I put all the... I'm, I got all the tiles. I think now it's just a matter of gluing them all down. And then... I just need to get a sink and a gas barbecue and hook it up. But it's not a point of like... It's not yeah. like an install per se. It's just a matter of buying it and hooking up like the connections to it. And then it like I'll officially be done with the backyard. Like the backyard will be one hundred percent what I had imagined it was gonna be like so long ago now. It seems like it was forever ago. I've been building it for a while, but like, Yeah. I went I went to go over here to Ontario to pick up oh, shit. I needed like a dozen more tiles of a certain tile. And then that's that's it, that's all I need. I'm gonna do yeah. Like, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of it or the video of it. Maybe I'll send it to you, but uh, I made a border, like, around the top of the, on top of the barbecue island. I made a border of it, like, there's a, yeah, it's just a border. and But in the middle, like, I want to, I want to yeah. uh, spell out and little broken down tiles like Isla's like the name and then fill it in like you yeah. know those little Mexican tables you sit at that like just have a million broken pieces but, you know. so I'll, I guess what I kind of do want to do at the top because I don't know I'll never at the skill level I'm at now I'll never be able to um, yeah like put them down as like like a square pattern you know you know what I mean like I'm never gonna get it perfect, so I was like, "Well, instead of trying that, why don't we just try my hand at putting down a million broken pieces in the fucking thing and gluing them down?" 
put in the grout and you know see how that see how that looks. I could always change it up later if I ever do get better at tile. But I came over to Ontario to pick up. I needed a dozen <laughs> or so more. Yeah. And I have it. Now it's like well, it was pouring, so I'm not driving anywhere. But, hey, it's actually kind of nice guy. over here. Just no. trying Flooding. to trying to stay away from literally everyone. Okay, so in conclusion, I couldn't get my bro back online here. But I'm going to post the episode anyway because I want to get to maybe tomorrow or the next day talking about finally wrapping up Ozarks Season 3. Um, going to run down a little review of that. I'm currently watching Happy Season 2. And I'll give you my rundown of My Hero Academia Season 2 as well because I'm finishing those up at a rather quick clip, seeing as I'm not working at this very moment. not And I'm not working due to weather and due to it's kind of slow. So I have some time, hopefully, this week to get to watch those and get those posted up. But anyways, wanted to just wrap up this last little pod before, um, you know, before I uh, move on subjects here. So as it is, catch you guys on the next episode. Laters.